0: Hey everyone, welcome to the first episode of the BU Podcast. And I am so excited, not only because this is our first episode... Not only because of that, but we have a very, very special guest on the podcast today for our very first episode. This woman right here is no ordinary woman. She's strong, courageous, and she's the most humble person I know. She started out as a janitor, and she's now an insurance agent at Star General Insurance. And you'll get to know her more as we talk. Now, let's welcome our guest, Elizabeth Williams. Woo! Yes. So, mommy, I know, and for y'all who didn't know out there, this is my mommy. And mommy, I, I know you didn't think that I would have you on this first episode.
1: No, I was actually surprised. I thought you was going to have maybe, um, you know, Keishel Davis or, you know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: We're in quarantine, but Keishel, I'll interview you soon. <laughs> yeah, yeah so, so let's just jump right into it, right? Mm-hmm. How was being you beneficial to your success?
1: I believe that because I remain humble, I remain optimistic, you know um I remain consistent mm-hmm. you know it brought me to the place where I am today, from like you mentioned earlier in the introduction, it brought me from being a janitress, you know um having so many different um positions in between and now uh uh agent at star general insurance it was very important for me to be humble you know um be willing to learn be you know just be patient and be consistent and i believe that because of all of those just
0: acting up (laughs) (laughs) that's the problem i
1: believe because of that is the reason i'm here today
0: Mm -hmm. oh sounds good so Mm -hmm. i'd just like to mention this right before we like after this, we could dive right in, right? I've seen you grow so much. You grew in business. You grew in how you handle situations. You grew in your walk with God. You grew as a mother. There's just a lot of major growth I've noticed in your life. You know, the time you from the time you had me Ooh. to now is wow. a lot. Of, it's a lot of major growth, and as you grow, it teaches me a lot of things. You know, it teaches me a lot of things that I don't have to go through because you went through it. And I just how you dealt with it Mm -hmm. and how you grew. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So with that being said, how important is growth to you?
1: I believe growth is very important because, you know, no one should want to stay at the same level, you know, where they started off from whether it be in your spiritual walk, whether it be on a job, you know, whether it be in anything that you do in business. For me, you know, I grow over the years because I continue to work hard. Mm -hmm. And even when times, hard times came upon me, Mm -hmm. I continue to be consistent. And there were times that I had to step back, you know, to regroup and, you know, you know, get my parents back together or whatever, but growing and evolving is very important. You know, Mm -hmm. as a baby, you don't want to be drinking milk from an infant until you in your fifties, you know, that it just doesn't make sense, you know? So I, it's very important to evolve.
0: That's so true. That is so true. And like I said, I've been seeing you grow a lot. Mm-hmm. A lot have been seeing you grow. And you know that's the first time I've asked you that question, you know, how much important, how important is it? You know, yeah, and that's why I continue
1: how... to work towards anything. Like, I've had a few businesses <clears throat> over the years and... From inception of my, either one of my businesses, I start with my business plan, you know, I do a lot of research, then obviously you gotta, you know, start putting in work, you know, you can't just stay at the stage of preparation stage, you have to actually put in some work in order for you to see, you know, A fruit-bearing tree Mm -hmm. I have to plant that seed I have to water that seed you know I have to make sure that it gets sunshine and Mm -hmm. all that good stuff you know sometimes talk to your seed (laughs) so (laughs) you know meaning talk to myself sometimes I had to sit down and talk to myself and say Liz you could do this you know and that's that's the only way that I grew over the years
0: Mm mm-hmm so my moy went through this season which we call the obscurity season a season of not being seen right and i talked about in the introduction how she started off as a janitor then she became an insurance agent now she's about to move on to another level that we can't talk about right now but tell us more about that tell us more about you know um you becoming a janitor how did you get a janitor the job because a a very a very significant story behind that Mm -hmm. and you know how did you you know go from a janitor to an insurance agent
1: right okay so when i became the janitress at kalina general it was in i i believe Early 2005, I had just had you in 2004. I came back to the Bahamas Mm -hmm. from New York. best gift in the world. (laughs) Yes, the best gift in the world. Back from New York to the Bahamas. Um, And I was... Well, my mommy was offered a job at Kalina to clean the office in the mornings Mm -hmm. before, you know, the staff get there. Mm.
0: What a humble job.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Child, so... um, (laughs) What had happened was she told the gentleman that you know my daughter really need a job because she just came back from away and you know i'll prefer to i prefer for her to have the job so mm-hmm. you know i went on in the interview i got the job and my job entails i have to come in seven o'clock every morning mm-hmm. to clean the office before nine o'clock so i used to get in there early in the mornings so you know make sure i throw the trash you know vacuum wash mm-hmm. the dishes in the zinc and you know, just get the office together before the staff comes in in the morning. And every morning, there was this particular lady who used to come in early, I believe, maybe after she did drop off her, her kids to school, she would get into the office to be done, you know, the 9 o'clock traffic. Mm. And There were times where I used to go to her, you know, and ask her, you know, you know, just explain to me what she's doing and Mm -hmm. explain to me the whole industry, you know, insurance industry. Mm. So what
0: made you want to move from a janitor to be taught and be educated? on the insurance industry, what made you want to do that?
1: Well, at first it wasn't even about being educated. It was just to be honest with you to be able to make more money because I know that if I'm not cleaning right. the office anymore and I, I move probably to a filing clerk or something, I would make more money. So mm. that was the goal. But after she taught me a few things about calculating premiums, you know, and you know, like the mm-hmm. verbiage of the insurance um, industry I was wa- it
0: boring because you tried to teach me this before and, and oh my gosh, insurance <laughs> policies, everything. That's so boring. Yeah, it was but-
1: it was boring, but you know, but w- w- the calculating part but t- um, was pertaining math. So you know, mm-hmm. figures. So I am kind, of, I I like working with figures. So that was okay for me. Mm-hmm. And I went to my boss and I was like, you know what, um, I would be interested in you know maybe. Doing something else. If he have any other openings available, and he said, "You know what, Liz? I'm, if you want to be the filing clerk, I think you will, you know, do well in that area." So I, I, I move right. on to the file as a filing clerk, mm-hmm. and as I filed in that filing room, away from everybody, I used to like, you know, before I put away the files, I used to be going through the files and reading the communication, the correspondence between the clients and the agents or whatever, mm-hmm. and you know, you know, just learning a few things based on looking through the files. Right. And after that. He he pulled me in. I didn't have to go to him. He said, mm. "Liz, you have so much potential, and I see that you you know you're willing to learn, and you're right. always asking. You know what can you do to help around here or whatever." Yeah, and,
0: and let's pause right there, right mm-hmm. on, on the story. So for people who didn't know what we were talking about when we said a security season," like this was a season of not being seen. This right. was a season of walking. I mean, I'm mean, not walking. Sorry, working behind the scenes. You know what I mean? Working mm-hmm. without recognition. Right. Know what I mean, so. How did you feel working without recognition? Because some people feel like, you know, like they're they're not being seen. Mm -hmm. They're not being, you know.
1: Well, I could be honest and transparent, right? Like, I remember, like, washing the dishes um, part of it. I used to be like, oh, my goodness, like, these people can't why they haven't have the lipstick on their mug, you know <laughs> what I mean? They can at least wash their own mug. Yes. You know, so I used to, you know, be irritated a bit. But, you know, I I stuck. I stood, sorry, to my main goal. It was to make this money and make this salary because mm-hmm. I have to take care of my son. But mm-hmm. um, of course I had times where I was like, you know what? This ain't what I'm supposed to be doing. I value more than this. Da, 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 da. But Mm -hmm. I had to look at the bigger picture. Mm -hmm. I knew that it wasn't going to end there. And to to be honest with you, Tori, anything that I put my mind to, I am going to do it.
0: I know that. No matter how long it
1: takes, no matter how much work I have to do, or sleepless nights, I am going to get the job done. Okay? Mm -hmm. So after that, work I'm gonna you know go back to after I left after um working in the the filing filing room Mm -hmm. he called me in and he was like you know what you have so much potential and I see that you're you're willing to do so much more you know how would you feel with you know being a customer service rep and I was like what is a customer service rep I have to see clients (laughs) you know and I was I was kind of um intimidated by that because here I am was cleaning. Nobody's seeing me. Mm -hmm. I'm not really talking about anybody Unless they come to the kitchen and they say good morning or whatever. And then in the filing room where people hardly come, you know, and then have to go see clients. But I was up for the challenge. You know, I remember I sat. I saw my first client and I was back and forth to the same person who actually was helping me in the beginning. I used to ask her a lot of questions and she was so humble and, You know, willing to help me learn from Mm -hmm. scratch, you know, because she's been in the industry for a long time and she's actually still in the industry and she's still that type of person. Very humble, always willing to learn. I mean, teach someone something, you know what I mean? And Mm -hmm. doesn't get irritated easily. So after I, um, started to see clients, um, a couple of months later, I actually left Kalina and I started working at a gym. Yes, I know. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's so far fetched from working in the insurance industry to now actually working in a gym. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so.
0: But the thing about it is, many people feel as though if they aren't the face of the company or seen, mm-hmm. um, they feel like they are being enslaved. For example, there's different parts of the body, right, that needs. I mean, there's different parts of the body that helps you to function. Right. That helps you to live. Would you say that your body parts are being enslaved to your face?
1: Wow. Of course not.
0: That's the same thing with, you know, a company. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. A company needs different people mm-hmm. to... For the company to be able to function well, right. Know, no matter who, yeah. right. No matter who is the face of the company, mm-hmm. the company still needs its body parts. Wow. It still needs the organ. It still needs the heart. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Who's the heart of the company? Right. You know what I mean? Who is the lung of the company? Who is the kidney of the company? Whatever. Okay. And these things in the body don't even get noticed or recognized. Wow. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And guess what? They don't get noticed or recognized, right? And especially by... We're talking about the body right now, right? And the company. So y'all, picture this. Especially by the person with the face of the company.
1: Wow. Right?
0: And so even with us, we, we, we usually don't recognize, oh, thank you, God, for my lungs. Thank you for my heart. Thank mm-hmm. you. We don't recognize these parts. And we don't tell these parts, thank you, or thank God for these parts.
1: Wow, Same yeah. thing with the business.
0: You might have a boss who don't thank you, who don't recognize you.
1: But that but doesn't mean that you're not valuable.
0: Exactly. Wow. You know what I mean? Because yes, once as, a word. once God sees you, that's mm-hmm. all that matters. And people don't know, like this right here. I brought her on because she had an obscurity season. She has a season who, you know, where she had to be herself, where she had to continue to work behind the scenes, where she could, she didn't push to the forefront. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you allowed God to bring you where you are today. And I can't wait to have you back on the podcast again so you can talk about your new, you know, thing that you're working on now. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, y'all get what I'm saying What the analogy I just did, right? So you don't always have to be the face of the company. No. You are just an you are just as important as the face.
1: And the thing about it you know is I mean? you have to be very secure. Right. in order to be okay with not being the face of the company because a lot of people just love to be seen and be, in all honesty some sometimes you're not ready to be in mm. the forefront. <clears throat> you know what I mean? Allow God right. to just Work on you in your mm-hmm. obscurity season. Yeah,
0: you might think that you're ready. You but know, you, you, you might... might
1: think that you're ready, but you're not ready. Yeah, you know, you need to build so much different traits of you in right. order to actually be mm-hmm. confident. Mm -hmm. and that's the thing about it boy
0: only god knows when you're ready you might feel ready yeah and then when the opportunity comes because it it always is in god's timing when the opportunity comes you feel like oh i'm not ready no more right i'm not ready it didn't
1: happen in your time
0: exactly but god knows that you're ready when you feel like oh i'm not ready yeah when you feel like you're ready god knows that okay you're not ready you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and so we don't have to push or we don't have to fight to Mm -hmm. be to the forefront you know what i mean right Right.
1: So, Tariq, um, after, the, the thing about it is, like right, like after working to the gym mm-hmm. for like a little over a year, I met my other boss <laughs> at the gym. He used to come to the gym early in the morning. I remember asking him one time because, right. you know, like I wanted not just now a salary, you know, I wanted stability. Mm-hmm. I wanted benefits, mm-hmm. you know, because working at the gym, I didn't have all the benefits like medical insurance, pension and, you know, all those good stuff that. A company off a company normally offers. Mm-hmm. So I asked him. I said, "Are you guys hiring?" And he was like, "Um, yeah. Um, what to do? Email me your resume." And I was like, "Okay." But I didn't know how I was going <clears> to <throat> email him my resume because I didn't want to. At the time, I didn't. I'm not sure if my computer wasn't working at home, and I didn't want to do it on my um computer <clears throat> at my job. Mm-hmm. So, and he told me, he "said, do not fax it because I don't want you to fax it." And guess what I did? I faxed that resume because <laughs> I just wanted to get get it to him. Mm-hmm. And all I was thinking is, if he want to hire me, he'll hire me. You know, right. be, you know, he'll see that I have some form of insurance experience or whatever. And the following day, he came into the, the gym early in the morning again. Mm-hmm. And my boss was standing on the side of me helping me work the front desk. And he told me, he was like, "Um, Hey, Ms. Williams, I got your resume. And I was like, Oh my goodness, he, not, he did not just say that in the front of my boss. Like, now she know I'm looking for another job. Right. But yeah, um, I the next day, I went for an interview. I changed my clothes in the car because I, I still had to go to work.
0: Right, you got to do what you got to do.
1: Yeah, I changed my clothes in the car, you know, put on my little suit to get, go into the interview, you know, dress a little professional or whatever. And after that, I worked there from 2008 to 2013, then mm-hmm. went to another company. And my thing about it is where that that same particular boss that I um, who had hired me from the gym, mm-hmm. he invested so much in me, whereas he encouraged me to take the insurance exams,
0: mm-hmm. you know,
1: because he told me, he said, look, Liz, because I wasn't interested in taking no exams. I'm like, I didn't even want to go the whole way. I wasn't looking at the insurance industry as a, as a career. Right. I was just looking at it as a job, you know, to make more money. So I just wanted to elevate to make more money and seeing mm-hmm. this is the thing. That's why I'm saying that it's so important for you to grow because your mind growing all right. Because now this <clears throat> at this current time, it's not just all about money, especially now that I have a family. It's about just just making sure that I am happy. My son is happy. My friends and family, you know love me and you know just just spending time with them even though you need money to pay your bills but yeah Mm -hmm. i'm running i'm running on but it just goes to show where your mind change and your you know everything changes about you once you're willing to grow and you're you know you're accepting the growth because sometimes Mm -hmm. people just they
0: don't accept growth Mm -hmm. wow yeah that's so good so how did your mind how did your mindset change as you grew you know what I mean? Like being an insurance agent, I mean, like being an insurance agent now, you know, you had a mindset of a janitor first because mm-hmm. you were a janitor in your and obscurity. So how did you, how did your mindset change? Okay. Being in the background, not being to the forefront. Mm-hmm. How, you, how did your mindset change?
1: Well, first and foremost, I had to make sure, you know, um, prove to the people that actually gave me the opportunity that I deserve this opportunity you know what I mean is mm-hmm. I, I didn't want to let them down I didn't want to let myself down so I continue to work hard I continue to put my best foot forward I continue to work above go above and beyond you know what I mean not just doing the things that that is assigned to me you know, mm-hmm. know I, mean? I, I I just work and make sure that I will continue to be offered opportunities because you you can't expect to just slack off when you reach a certain point. You know right. what I mean? So mm-hmm. I had to now shift from the mindset of, oh, I'm just cleaning and I'm, I'm just working in the filing room or i just seeing one or two clients as a customer service rep. I mm-hmm. had to put on now that hard as, now come on Liz, you know, you have to actually continue to work hard. Also, when I saw other people coming behind me, I I try to make it my business to um, encourage them, pull them up, teach them what I've learned because other people took a chance on me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Other people, like like I said, a lady in, in uh, Kalina, she used to work with me seven something in the morning. I'm pretty sure she used to come to work and say, I'm, I'm coming to work early to try to get some work done, not to help me. So... I had to put in my mind that this, you can't right. get too big to not help other people or you can't think that you arrived. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And so, and so
0: you, you had to like basically want this right Work for, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Yes. So, you know, like I say in the beginning, you know, growth, I've seen where growth like, you know, was a, was very important to you because you grew Mm -hmm. And, you know, it helped me say, okay, I could grow. And when people say, oh, you're so mature, it's because I I see growth in my household. So, you know, that's what I did. People tell me the same things.
1: I I, I was an old soul.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. What would you say to the people who are in their obscurity season now?
1: Oh, wow. I would say to that person who's in their obscurity season, Do not look at what other people are doing. Let me tell you why. Because I've done that. Mm -hmm. You know, I've compared myself to someone else or some other people and be like, well, gee, well, I wish that I could be doing this, or I wish I was at that level, or, you Mm -hmm. know, I wish I had that type of certificate or whatever. But you cannot compare your chapter one to their chapter 10.
0: You know what I mean? Mm -hmm.
1: Because that right there, it it sets in depression. Mm -hmm. Anytime you start comparing yourself, it's game over. Mm -hmm. So do not compare yourself. Continue to work hard. Even if you see that your seed is not growing fast enough into Mm -hmm. that beautiful plant that you expect it to be, continue to work. Continue Mm -hmm. to fertilize that. You know what I mean? Be patient. Be prayerful. Mm -hmm. And always... I mean, I know, listen, always remember and keep reminding yourself that God word cannot lie. If he say that you're going to get to this point, you're going to get to that point. Right. You know what I mean? It's very, listen, it's very important to be patient because a lot of times we rush into things or rush the process thinking that, you know, I could skip that level, you know, no. Listen here, I know. I remember when I used to work out in the gym a lot and I used to run the stairs. This particular time, oh my goodness, I decided to run from the first level of the stairs and I skipped like maybe five or six stairs, you know. I was an athletic, so just in case you didn't know. (laughs) (laughs) So that, listen, I busted my knee so bad. Wow. And I gave you that story just now because just in life, do not... Try to skip the levels because you're gonna trip. Ooh, you that's a word are gonna right there. You're catch hurt yourself Yeah, mm-hmm. and then you're gonna have to start all over, or maybe you're gonna have to stop for a while because you rush it. Mm-hmm. So I would tell that person, sorry, be patient, be prayerful continue to hold the faith, mm-hmm. do not compare yourself to other people. And right. there was a time that because you know, we're now in the social media um generation now. So I had and I I had to say, Hey Liz. You got to cut down your social media time because a lot of times you strolling and you strolling and mm. you strolling and you're looking at people with their pretty pictures and their professional right. suits and mm. all that good stuff or whatever. Just work on you. Mm. Allow yeah. God to work on you.
0: Yeah. And you know... Be true to yourself. Be you.
1: Yes, too not change. Because I, I I
0: see a lot of times where people talked about you and mm. you had to keep your character consistent. You had to be you. Oh, yeah. You couldn't conform into what people said about you, what people spoke over your life, what people talked about you. And I've seen you've been gossiped about by plenty of people and people don't even know you.
1: Yeah, I remember when I first got um a promotion as a person line supervisor and listen here, oh my goodness, that was the death of me because I got hated on, I got talked about and all that good stuff and it mm-hmm. even got me, to, I'm not going to say that it didn't hurt me because mm-hmm. I got to a point where, that my boss had to pull me and he was like, Liz, mm-hmm. come on, they're just mm-hmm. jealous of you because you're elevating and it seems as if you're elevating
0: so right. fast,
1: but it... But to, to them, it seemed as if I was elevating so fast. But yeah. they do not know the hard work mm-hmm. and that I put people, in.
0: Yeah, and then some people allow what people saying, like all the gossip and stuff like yeah, that, to get to about, the, about their promotion and you know to compress what because they have inside re- of them. Because people have a lot of people have a lot of things inside of them, you know. Right. And it's being compressed by people, you know, mm-hmm. saying stuff about them, so they don't feel comfortable letting their light right. shine, and being
1: them, and actually, right.
0: you know. Hang around friends that would let your light shine, that would celebrate your light. Mm-hmm, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep.
1: Let me tell you, when promotion comes, it does not come from man. It comes from God. Mm-hmm. It comes from God. So if that person is upset with you, they got to be upset <clears throat> with God job because I ain't promoting myself. Right. You know, I welcome the promotion, you know. And sometimes, you know what I had to get um get used to? like when I've been promoted or, um, you know, my boss congratulate me or even uh, my other friends congratulate me on a a goal that I've accomplished, Mm. you have to now celebrate yourself.
0: Oh, yes. Because it's hard hard for people to
1: celebrate their stuff, especially overachievers, you know? So, Mm -hmm. yeah.
0: Right. And you also had a few different businesses. You had a hair store which was called Mother and Daughter Beauty Supply. You had an online shoe store, which was called Walk by Faith Shoes and Accessories. You also had an event <laughs> planning business, All Things Lovely and event planning. Tell us about those businesses you had because I've you know, seen you do well in all of them and you've mastered all of them, and, but you didn't stick with them. So tell us about those well, businesses actually, and tell us why. Tell us about those businesses and then mm-hmm. tell us why you didn't stick with them.
1: Well, actually, um, I believe, I stick with maybe one of them, Mm -hmm. which is walk by faith, shoes, and accessories. But, you know, I am not as consistent. But I believe that I was playing my hands in a whole lot of things, you know, Mm -hmm. just to find exactly what I want to do. Right. And it's so ironic the... Thing that I started off doing like working in the insurance industry I just look at it as a job a salary to take care of my bills and take mm-hmm. care of my son is now my career it's some kind of crazy but I love working in the insurance industry right. I love helping my clients mm-hmm. you know find solutions you know what I mean because if someone is not educated on one of my products that I sell, then I feel so good to educate them. You know what I mean? Let me tell you, that's why I say it's so important not just work for money. That's how, that's where my mind is now. Mm -hmm. Money is not your goal, you know, happiness. And I, by helping people, that's what makes me happy. Right. You know? So yeah. Um, when I got into the hair and beauty supply business, I um just wanted to have a business because I was very young. I think I was in my 20s mm-hmm. and that business actually lasted for five years before I right. closed down. And I I did pretty well, but what, what happened um, when I opened that business is I did not give up my nine to five job. Wow. And mm-hmm. yes, I've learned something from that. I've learned that when you invested so much time and energy in, make, in making your business or becoming an entrepreneur, do not hold on to mm-hmm. someone else's job. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Why are you holding on? And I believe I hold on because of fail and because of lack of support. You know what I mean? Like I'm talking about lack of support, not just meaning that people that were not buying, mm-hmm. that I, I believe that you as an entrepreneur, you can't do it on your own. I don't care what people say self made. I'm self made, da da da. No, you're not. Everybody needs support. Right. Meaning you someone they could talk to with regards to business and you know, finance and the operational things that's going on in the business. You to be need to have a successful yeah. business. Right, in order to have a successful business. Mm-hmm. And with the all things lovely, um, I had went to Atlanta to take up this Event planning course, mm-hmm. and when I came back, I was so pumped and you know excited yeah. to start. With all these businesses, I guess <laughs>
0: yeah, you're just finding your niche. You just finding. I was just you... trying to yeah. figure
1: out. I all I know is, uh, and, and I that's wanted okay. To be an
0: entrepreneur, exactly, and you want to define what's sticked. I mm. need to, yeah. Yes. And that,
1: and guess what, Tariq? It's okay. Mm-hmm. Do listen, entrepreneurs who trying to find their way do not let nobody make you feel yeah. like because you dabble your hand and this, that, and, and,
0: the, and the third mm-hmm. that. Oh, you don't know what you want to do. It's okay. Exactly. Because I, I was watching just, you know, I'm doing, I'm taking up a course right now. And these people who I'm watching is billionaires and millionaires. And they said how, how much businesses they've opened and how much businesses they had. Right. You know what I mean? What didn't work out? The reason why you didn't know about those businesses is because they didn't work out y'all just in case, because there's a lot of billionaires out there who had hundreds of businesses that literally failed. Yes. It failed. So you didn't get to know about it. It didn't, you know,
1: stick. Talking about failing, I remember when I had to close down mother and daughter hair and beauty supplies, mm-hmm. it hurt my heart, my heart, because I was so like, only to be honest with you, let me tell you, the only thing I was thinking about, what well, people can say that, oh, she right. opened up this business and now five years later. And let me tell you, I had to pray to God about that, mm-hmm. to take that off my heart, because it wasn't about people it was about me. And I think I was digging into my personal savings too much and That's right. my personal money. And it was just so much going on, mm-hmm. you know. And talking about um these billionaires or yeah. these entrepreneurs that have businesses that people don't even know about. I remember when the plaza opened up on Kamika Road, John's Plaza, when there was a tennis shop in there. I think it was Sports, the sports center. The sports center didn't last longer than I don't I don't think it lasts six months in that plaza, mm-hmm. but guess what? People are not going to say anything about, oh, the sports that ain't even last long in there. Right. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. little old me or somebody else who actually trying to come up, they would, you know, t- talk mm-hmm. down to them or, you know, just belittle them. Yeah. And I just want to encourage the entrepreneurs right now, just because you have hard times doesn't mean that you can't get up again Mm -hmm. and start that next business Mm -hmm,
0: mm -hmm. and guess what you know god just loves to see something start you know Mm -hmm. he's like to see something start like you finally start what i called you for you know what i mean because from each business you took something and you ran with it you know what i mean and so you know everything is for a purpose whether it was the right decision or the wrong decision god is gonna make what you know the enemy meant for evil into good. He thought he shut your business down. Right. But you're working on something now um, much more bigger and grand that is about to release soon, y'all. And you want to talk ba- about it now.
1: A need-based business. A need-based business. proof business. Yes,
0: and then she'll become able to come back on here and talk about that. But, you know, I, I love it. And I, I love a, it.
1: Let me tell you, like, how you was talking about if I was trying to make sure something stick or make something stick. Like I say, it was just being about it was just all about being an entrepreneur. I just want to be able to have a safe space for people to want to come and work where they can be themselves. They can evolve. Mm. You know what I mean? They can be like family because right. I've been an employee right. and I know how it is, how people treat you. Mm-hmm. So, because don't mind me having all those good stories about how I um elevated in my, in, in my field. Mm-hmm. There was so many hard times. There was yeah. so many times that I wanted to quit and give up. Mm-hmm. And you then you'll I mean? talk
0: more about that when you come back on. Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: So mm-hmm. I just want to be able to help people.
0: But I have one last question for you. M- maybe two. <laughs> <laughs> what was the hardest thing of owning a business? <sighs>
1: the hardest thing about owning a business. Mm-hmm. The hardest thing about owning a business is not giving up. Let me That's tell so you, true. when you have people depending on you, not just my family who I have home, mm-hmm. when you have your staff depending on you for a Ooh, salary. Yes,
0: yes. Mm-hmm. The
1: hardest thing is not to give in. Because there are so many times that you want to quit and just close up shop mm-hmm. and be like, you know what, I can't do this no more. But then to have to tell them that mm-hmm. You know, I think that that's the hardest People don't thing. People
0: need jobs, yeah.
1: Yeah, you know what I mean? They have families that they have to provide for. Right. So I always look at, well, how can I prolong this? Oh, I can, how oh, I can stick it out or what else? CEOs do not look at the problem. CEOs always look for a solution. You have to Ooh, just look yes. for the solution. How can mm. I fix this? Right. You know, and that's one, of, that, that was the hardest part of being an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. always finding that strength to continue to move on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: So thank you so much for joining me on this first episode of the podcast. You know, this is my first episode on the BU podcast. And
1: thank you for having me Tariq.
0: Yes. And so y'all, thank you so much for listening. I hope you really enjoyed and I hope you um took away something from this particular podcast because I I just wanted to come on here to talk about our obscurity season to um, help those who feel like they're not being recognized, who, you know, Is not getting what they want in this season right now, and it looks like you know, you. It looks like you're in the season of where is God, and we just want to bring hope to you that God is right there. Mm -hmm. He's He's working on your behalf. Just because you don't see it doesn't mean He's not working. Just because you don't feel it Mm -hmm. doesn't mean He's not working. God is always working on your behalf. And I remember just a few weeks ago, um, well, (coughs) well, a few years ago, when when my daddy, few, um, uh, my words, anyway, when my daddy died, Mm -hmm. right. We was like, how are we going to, you know, make it? <laughs> what, were, what are we going to do? And God came through. And, you know, something is always. about. Always Always, God came through. You know what I mean? And when it looks like God is not there, he is right there. And that's when the time when he shows up when you think that he's not there. And so, like I said, y'all, thank you so much for listening. Um, I'm going to have many more episodes coming for y'all each and every Friday. So make sure y'all stay tuned. Also, follow my mommy, where, where they can they come? Where could they follow you on Instagram? They can me?
1: follow me at I am Elizabeth Williams on mm-hmm. Instagram.
0: And also, you have a woman empowerment page. What is that?
1: The page is Pure X Prosperous. You know, yes. just to give women inspiration, hope, you know, motivation, and you know, mm-hmm.
0: the word Pure, the letter X, and Prosperous, prosperous on yes. Instagram. Mm-hmm. Okay, so both of those at or both of those handles. Are on instagram also follow me on instagram at toric farrington t-o-r-i-q-u-e f-a-r-r-i-n-g-t-o-n and if you'd like to know more about being you you could follow me on then i have a lot of videos about being yourself staying true to yourself you know and wanting better for yourself and also you know living your best life with christ right and so i also have my book that you can purchase You know, how can you purchase this book, you may ask? You can call the number 242-447-3524 or email me at toric 7 hotmail.com or you can just DM me right on Instagram and I'll have a book for you. It teaches you about being yourself, staying true to yourself, you know, just evolving as a person as well. Mm -hmm. And so it talks about all those stuff. I hope you all enjoyed this episode. Like I said, more episodes will be coming after this quarantine, you know what I mean? Interviewing people. I had fun on this episode.
1: Yes, yeah, so did I. Even though I didn't know you can going to ask me all those questions. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> so thank you all for listening. See you all next time. Peace.